0: Hi, I'm Sheila.
1: I'm Brandon. And
0: we are the proud parents of five children. And you can follow us on Instagram at MyWilliamsBrood. Time for the podcast. Sweet. I think it's time to talk. So, you've got kids.
1: It ain't easy. We've
0: got five.
1: Oops. This, this is, is parenting.
0: parenting. In this podcast, we get down to the nitty gritty of day to day parenting
1: the small triumphs,
0: the huge fails.
1: And the little surprises
0: that make it all worth it.
1: And we're back. This is Brandon
0: and Sheila.
1: And uh, happy new year. This is parenting. Parenting. <laughs>
0: okay. Yes, twenty twenty, brand new new year. Our yeah. last podcast was a year and a half ago, so we're gonna be a little bit more efficient with our podcast. A little more year. consistent. Yeah. Just yeah, like our parenting, and consistent, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so Christmas is over, and that was a fun time. It was, it um, was with insane. five kids, and uh, the we youngest s- one yeah. is is now uh, really enjoying Christmas more, and keeps saying, "Santa's coming every day after Christmas." So excited, Santa's coming, Santa's coming.
0: Yeah, we had to finally take the tree down in the new year because every morning he would wake up and say. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Santa, Santa coming. We have Nobody. to remind him again. He came last week. <laughs> he was like he had amnesia, and we had to remind him again that he'd already come. <laughs> he was pretty upset by that.
1: So I think the kids had a pretty good Christmas. I think
0: so, too. I'm glad we stayed home for the holidays. Although I love our families, it can be stressful to travel. During the holidays, right?
1: You sounded really Canadian. Travel. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I am Canadian and That's American. True. That's true. Yes, I became an American citizen That's right. in December. Con-
1: congratulations. You can now vote.
0: That's right. Most people ask me, why did you become an American citizen right now? Most <laughs> people are jerks, man. <laughs> I know. Unpatriotic exactly. jerks.
1: Um, yeah, uh, we had a good Christmas and... What else?
0: What else? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, in this last year, since we took a little bit of a break, um, the kids are now Canadian citizens and American citizens, and I'm now both an American and Canadian citizen.
1: I'm the only one who isn't dual. You're the outsider. That's right.
0: Um, but, yeah, we had a great great Christmas, great year.
1: And so we now have a 12-year-old.
0: Yes. Yes. So our, our 12-year-old. Say the ages again for us. Merrick is 12 years old. Uh, Reese is 10 years old. Jake is... What is he nine? Mm-hmm. Liv is six and uh, six and a bit, and Shaw is two and a half. He'll be three in May.
1: Yep. A lot of kids.
0: Yes, it is.
1: And uh Merrick, we just took him to the uh <laughs> the vets and he is the in Vet <laughs> Did I say vets? <laughs> yes, I <said> the vets. <laughs> what?
0: Hugo's our son. He's, he's a human. Oh,
1: we're doing an early morning. <laughs> we can't afford record. insurance, so we take <laughs> him to the vet. <laughs> we did take him to a doctor, not a veterinarian. <laughs> anyway, uh, Merrick, our prize Clydesdale, <laughs> is now <laughs> in full swing with puberty. Yeah, stage two, apparently. And although I don't really see him physically changing, boy, emotionally, I feel like he's really changing. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah. You know,
0: I. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's been kind of crazy because the last six months, our our 12-year-old has become very... Emotional, like up and down, very hormonal, which we were kind of going back and forth don't between. Don't
1: hormonal. No, that sounds I, weird.
0: Why does it sound weird? Because you, you only apply hormones to women because women are hormonal. Yeah. Yeah, but men have hormones too.
1: Well, yeah. His testosterone do, is growing. Yeah. I don't think he's been hormonal. It's, it's like he's been like, mm, it's a bitchy walking around. No. Oh, he's... is
0: that what hormonal means? <laughs> really? Wow, watch yourself.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of fans. <laughs> Thank Hormone you for the hate mail. Can, um, he
0: can mean anything, right? I know, but he, uh, Happy sad. Right. Yes. Bitchy as you put it. Yeah. Um
1: Like the vet says, <laughs> hormones. But yeah, he's been
0: what we thought was kind of depressed and we were worried he might have Lyme disease because we live in the northeast and that's just like a daily thing you think about up here. And or we were worried he was going through depression, but it really just is he's getting older. He's gone through this and we we've, we've now learned because we did some research on it this week. Um, stage one is when their kind of hormones start developing in their bodies and when they usually get mentally affected by the changes in, in puberty. And then stage two, which apparently now is in boys. What? Big balls. Big balls, <laughs> right. it's pubic hair, I, I gather. Big balls. <laughs> that is...
1: Our son, Merrick, has the <laughs> – never mind. Since the doctor said,
0: his as you might have known, his testicles have grown larger. No, nope, his...
1: didn't know that. Thanks, doc. Yeah, he has told
0: <laughs> he has told us like multiple times. He would ne- he... <laughs>
1: he is gonna not like this t- to he's be ridiculous. put out there. Why don't we stop talking about our son's testicles? Okay. Anyway, okay. moving on. So
0: he's going through puberty, and apparently there's stages one through five of puberty. hmm And he's very excited about it. I think. He was excited to know he'd gone into stage two of puberty. What was the other thing, the doctor? He had grown like an insane amount. He's five one now.
1: Yep. Yeah. And really into anime, and oh. I am really not into that. <laughs> uh, that I don't understand. But maybe that's the the boomer in me. I know. Although I'm not really a boomer, but I'm Gen X. <laughs> we but, were
0: kind of convinced the anime was making him depressed.
1: Yeah, it's kind of depressing, I think. But whatever. I guess parents never like what their kids are into. But we have kind of limited his watching of it because it was getting a bit ridiculous over the Christmas break. Yeah,
0: because I, f- I feel like it's like a like a chip addiction. You know, you take a couple chips and you can't stop. You just have to keep eating them. And I just not it. I sort of feel like it. the anime gets like that. I don't know. Maybe it's all TV that gets that or all Yeah, I think play. that the
1: possibility, because you can stream anything. Social media, And as yeah. soon as it's over, it says, next episode loading. I mean, we're guilty of that with our shows, so.
0: No, we're perfect.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We
0: never binge watch shows like no. Stranger Things or anything else really late into the night.
1: So that's weird, the anime thing. But, like, what did he want for Christmas? He wanted...
0: Oh, yeah. That was interesting.
1: He wanted an anime... He
0: wanted a sword, like a real sword. We well, and... got a
1: sword for he his birthday. got a sword
0: for his birthday with his birthday money. But then he wanted an anime suit. Like a
1: so he could dress not up, not even
0: like cosplay or anything. It,
1: it was, eh, it's kind of cosplay. Kinda I would cosplay, say that's cosplay, I guess, but
0: it was like a complete head-to-toe leather suit. Yeah, I know. I guess we we, we have didn't to get just that for Trying to understand, <laughs> we did not get that. And he wanted, uh, and we kept asking him why he wanted that, and he said he wanted to just kind of go out into the wilderness and like.
1: He is really not going to like that. We're saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you won't listen to this until he's an adult. <laughs> um, anyway, but he here's, here's one good thing that happened over the last semester that Merrick has just been killing it in, is um, we made a commitment um, since he's starting sixth grade, and this is really what we should talk about today, is um, kids and their homework. Um,
0: yeah, that was a kind of...
1: Yeah, we made a commitment to really... Work with him on all his homework. Now, there's two schools of thought that you've discussed with me, that you shouldn't help your kids with their homework because the teachers should know exactly what level they're at from learning from school, and then they go home and they do their own homework and then go back to school so the teachers know where they are. Yeah, but,
0: which is what a lot of teachers have said. However...
1: <laughs> however, I feel like they're not teaching him anything at school or he's not <laughs> absorbing it because I feel like as soon as he gets home, we have to teach him everything. Yeah.
0: I I mean, things are a little bit harder for him, too. Um, But I also think that teachers say the kids need to be independent. Exactly what you just said. They say all that. But then they also say, well, as a teacher, you can tell which parents are active with their kids at home and homework because they're getting their homework done and they're, you know, bringing it to school and you know which ones are our parents are involved. So something we need to first preface and say is that Merrick has now moved into middle school. So our oldest is in middle school. This is our first kind of foray into the middle school world. And he sort of went from having very occasional, like minimal homework, like 20, 30 minutes a night, maybe a little online uh, project or assessment they had to do or online review and maybe some reading. So it's basically like 30 minutes of reading and 30 minutes of maybe some online task that they had to do for the, you know, um, elementary grades. Um, and then I think we, as parents, we were all kind of excited about, oh, well, it's just minimal homework and it's kind of easier for them. And we like that they've kind of taken homework back a bit. But now that he's moved into middle school, it was like a bit of a. Like
1: Things a, got real. Yeah. Like yeah, it's no, just it's this crazy.
0: rude awakening of, oh my gosh, That's this a- is. And, and we found out very early on at the beginning of the year when they had an informational middle school meeting, okay, this is going to be like two hours per night of homework. It is two hours per subject per week, so two hours a night. And then if you have a child who has some difficulties or absorbing the information or learning uh, learning differences, that it's about two to three hours a
1: night. Yeah, um, it's four hours every night usually.
0: Yeah. So Brandon, thankfully, has become super-duper active um with Merrick and working with him. Initially we had, last year we had some tutors, one tutor that we worked with that was specialized in, in reading. But, but they'd only work with him for like
1: an hour. And, so. Yeah, 30
0: minutes to an hour, and it, not to mention it was like extremely pricey, but at the same time it was only once a week. And ultimately he needed, he needs guidance every day of the week with his homework, which is sort of what they provide in school. It's more like guidance to keep him on task, which is exactly what he needs.
1: So what what one thing I would do, is I would they do everything on computers now, which is totally different from when I was a kid because we didn't have computers. But um so you just figure out what he has to get done the next day or if it's due Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. And you kind of make a plan. Like this is what we're gonna do here, this is what we're gonna do tonight, this is where and that's that's kind of the biggest part of the battle is letting him manage the time that he has, and kind of understanding. In the beginning, it was really tough for him because he'd be like, "Well, it's not Doodle Friday. We're not going to work until Thursday. No, we're going to do a little bit tonight, a little bit tomorrow night." Mm-hmm. So it's you know working with time management, and writing. Writing was a big thing. He, you know, he wants to be a writer, and he's he likes to read, but he's learning how to put his thoughts and transfer them to the page and that's why I'm a writer so I, I help him uh, you know with that and to help him to understand how to transfer those thoughts. Um, but I will say, and I think you will agree that from the first night we started working together in September until our teachers conference, he has made I mean, he's just totally transformed as yeah. a student. He is a he went from a BC student yeah to a straight A. Student.
0: Yeah. And what's amazing about it, and what's so great, is that we did it. I say we, but you've really taken the reins with this. Oh, no, we did together. Although I do deal with the other four. Kids, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> That's the team. um, <laughs> Teamwork makes That's the right. dream work. But I think what What is really great is that we did this in the sixth grade. So now he's in middle school with all these new teachers that do not know him, and they're starting with this kind of fresh, clean slate. So now these teachers just view him as this extremely intellectual, super-duper smart, which he is. Yeah, he's always been smart. He's always been smart. He's so, so smart. Um, And his, you know, abilities to converse with adults, I mean, his, his understanding of language is amazing. But... Sometimes you know people don't always see that throughout his schoolwork, and so now he's really had this kind of clean slate, fresh start, and it's amazing. The the what's the word I'm looking for? Just the the transformation transformation in yeah. him, but then also the viewpoint you hear all these teachers have with him.
1: Yeah, that was truly one of the happiest moments of my life when I walked out of the conference.
0: Yeah, parents' teacher you, conferences were amazing. And I
1: said, yeah, I said, well, you don't you don't always get wins. In parenting, but that was a total, like, boom. I felt like I'd made the straight A's. I know. Uh,
0: Sweet! uh, One woman, that was such a shocker to me, one woman who actually worked with him as um, a teacher's aide with um, helping him out in the in-classroom time when he was in elementary, had been at one of his... um, Merrick has an IP, so he had been in one of his meetings with us. And in middle school, she's now an assistant to the science teacher. And she was like, oh, I didn't know Merrick. And he's like, such a yeah, smart kid. <laughs> and we're thinking, oh, my gosh, yes, you did know him. This is amazing. I can't believe she doesn't remember. But to her, he was a completely different child. And, of course, now he's in stage two puberty, so it's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> Poor
1: Merrick.
0: But... but um, yeah, it was really just amazing. I mean, we kept saying in the, in the um, parent-teacher conferences, oh, Merrick wants to be a writer. And his writing teachers would say, oh, we totally get that. He's super-duper creative. The stuff he comes up with is amazing. I'm always excited to reading his, read his reading responses, which is, was so awesome to hear. And the science and social studies teacher stopped the conversation and said, wait a minute. Are you sure he doesn't want to be a rocket scientist or a politician? Which was... <laughs> no <laughs> exactly but he it was amazing because he um he's really just put his best foot forward and has done so well and and really and, enjoys doing it with you I and, think
1: well i don't know if that's the case he doesn't <laughs> I think at first it was a shock to him for me to be all up in his grill and for and it was tough for me at first I was very impatient i was like why are you Riding this way, right neater. That that was the first month, I think, was like stop riding like a kindergartner.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, you were a bit of a perfectionist with it.
1: <laughs> well, no. But he needs to start right. He, he is capable of doing it. So, I mean, I think that's the the struggle I have is I know what he's capable of. Yeah. And then for him to, to see him do this chicken scratch riding. Because so, we've
0: seen the good riding, we know right. what he's capable of. But I, after the month, he got
1: it, right? He, he, yeah. he started you know he's like all right this is He didn't is what just I...
0: get it though he started to care. Yeah. He really started to care and once he hear, he heard his peers wanting to work with him wanting to be his partner and his teachers using him as an example. Yeah, I think... I think
1: the biggest thing that has helped him with this and with with making good grades is self-confidence. Yeah. And and that's the biggest, you know, for for a junior high kid that's the toughest thing is is having self confidence cuz you're doing everything for the first time and at least everything that I've heard or read is that confidence is like the big the big issue and now yeah, he's definitely he's, almost overconfident with his yeah. intellect, which is good, I guess. But yeah. sometimes you you still have to go, well, yeah, you got to do the work. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm not just going to make straight A's. He just thinks it's going to be there. So,
0: yeah, you kind of have to remind him, which is it's good, I think, too. I think, you know, another thing is the kind of side note that helped with his kind of dealing with his emotions and I don't want to say depression, but that kind of emotional state that he was going through in stage one um he started running and and something i read was that most kids between the ages of i think it was 11 and 14 when they probably that obviously that puberty stage need an hour a day of talking out their feelings which you know i'm sure you're gonna laugh at but then they also need an hour a day of physical activity and especially during these winter months it's so much harder because they're not in these active sports and right now we're waiting for snow to happen for them to start snowboarding um but for him, he's been running, and if he's, you know, he'll do kind of interval running up our hill. and It's like a two two mile road, and he'll just go yeah, for a run. I, I think that <clears throat> I think that more helps him.
1: Him just wanting to get out of the house with five kids and two parents.
0: Yeah, I think, but that's another thing. I think him getting out into the fresh air, running up the hill, or hiking up the hill. I mean, it's a physical activity by himself that kind of gets him out there with his blood pumping and out there with his kind of own his own thoughts and sort of. And I think that really helps him. I really do.
1: And uh, he got a phone this year, which has also been <laughs> a battle, because uh, he didn't really get. Yeah, a phone. it's not really his phone. It's a, we we got rid of our house phone. We we cut the cut the cord, so to speak. Got rid of cable. We're just streaming now, and got rid of the house phone. And so we got a cell phone that we gave to the kids, basically, so that. If we're As gone, a house phone, yeah. Yeah, we, they, you know, they could call. Just an emergency phone, basically. Yeah,
0: so they could call us if they needed us sort or of call 911 if there was an emergency
1: or something yeah. like that. But it's <clears throat> that's turned into catching him watching anime late at night. Like, turn it off. Give me the phone.
0: Well, not late at night because we don't really allow him to have it. Although, every once in a no, while like... he'll steal it. But now there's, like, pretty strict screen time and... Parental settings on there that he yeah, really can't do I, yeah, anything. Yeah, well, and he, he doesn't do it. Anymore. And I, I get notified a of times. on my phone almost right away. So that definitely helps. But
1: I will say, <clears throat> the other night I took the kids to see a school play. You were sick, remember?
0: Oh, yeah, I had the stomach flu. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible.
1: But um, I went, took the kids to get them out of the house for a school play, and I was at the water fountain getting a drink, and all these kids that are younger than Merrick, yeah. Reese's age, All of them had a phone. Not going to mention names, but they were all just sitting together, not talking to each other, just looking at their phone in fourth grade.
0: Okay. So something that I'm going to say now that you may not know about us is that because of this crazy world of social media and phones and what we've seen and and, and learned that it can create in um, a child's development period, like... Um, we've kind of eliminated or said that our kids are not going to have phones until they're driving. And I've said that my kids will share a phone when one of them is driving. You know, somebody will have the phone that the only time you'll have it is, you know. So I, I feel that my kids should not have their own phone until they can under, they can afford it themselves and that they can understand that the, the responsibility of having a phone, meaning the cost of it and what what social media and those kind of things what you need to be responsible for when it comes to those sorts of things and at this young age they don't understand that and they're so easily influenced by other people and other people's success or No, it's getting YouTube a bit preachy here. No, it, but it, it is they are. They 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 so are. So
1: I don't I, know. I mean I I don't know <coughs> if they should wait till they're driving but I guess you and I'll have that discussion later, but I definitely <laughs> don't think you should have it in 4th and 5th grade.
0: No, I, I really don't I don't think a child should have Not it until after Not to give anyone after. listening a guilt trip. Yeah, I don't but, think they uh, should have it until after them. I prefer that they don't have it until after puberty, let's I say. I mean,
1: there're, you know, you, some people need their kids need phones cuz they have to be able to reach, you know, kids of divorced parents they want to call their, you know, their mom or their dad or or whatever. So I get I get that, but the it's just the overuse of it and the yeah. and the the kids not even talking to each other, not knowing how to talk, because this is when you're kind of learning to It's also kids are having it like,
0: I mean, like I said, there's certain kids, like you just said, there's certain kids who need to have a phone and it works for them because, you know, sometimes parents are separated and they need to get a hold of them, you know, all that kind of stuff. Safety, I get it. But there's also, within that, you can still have parental controls on your phone and balances, are, uh, limits to screen time. And I think that stuff's important because sometimes you see, I see kids all hours of the night on their phone till 4, 5 in the morning. And they're not sleeping. They're just – because we know as parents, as adults, we're totally guilty of it too. We, we get on our phone and we're like looking at it and we go, oh, my gosh, I've been on my phone. I'm like, it's a, it's an addiction.
1: But, you know, I remember – So we have to
0: teach them how to, you know, be with them.
1: When I was a kid, <clears> I remember <throat> there were other kids in my school that had televisions in their room. And they would come to school and like – Sixth grade and be like, "Did you watch David Letterman last night?" I was like, "No, I was asleep. I know. Oh, I was watching from my TV in my room, brah." <laughs> like, "Oh God, that guy lives the life, man."
0: I know. But I never had a TV, a television in my room.
1: Yeah, and we sneak even out have an age Watch your parents age, age difference. You know, age difference. No, uh, I remember I that was a, a big thing.
0: I don't want te- televisions in our room now because I want us to be able to talk at
1: night. Yeah, and I wouldn't be able to look at my phone if there's a TV <laughs> in there.
0: Which is technically, its you have we have like the mini television. I like to just turn mine on airplane mode or meditation and just relax. Yeah. But. Um,
1: so what's going on with the other kids?
0: Anyways, wait, going back to the phone. Let's finish okay. with our phone thought. Um
1: What's your phone thought? Finish. What are you gonna
0: say? Did you have something else you were gonna say about the phone?
1: No, I have nothing else to say <laughs> about
0: that. <laughs> All right, so we're done with the phone topic, I guess, for a bit. But
1: so our other kids are doing pretty good. <clears throat> Hold on, I gotta say this. My, oh, I know.
0: <laughs> I, <here it> comes. <laughs> I gotta say, this. I have to say, that. I just think, especially when our kids are developing emotionally, mentally, their hormones are changing. It's important, I think, that they don't have this constant access to things like Instagram. Snapchat, social well, media. I don't know because... if these
1: kids are looking at Instagram or Snapchat. I think they're no, it's Facebook. playing video games oh, at that every age. Every
0: kid at this age right now thinks that they're going to be the next YouTube star. And they look at every YouTube person and their YouTube stories, and they're like, how can I become a YouTube star? Because I need to. Those people are making millions. Well, I want our kids they... to become YouTube <laughs> stars. <laughs> but they all, <clears throat> that's what I'm saying, is that they all think, you know, I can do exactly what this person's doing and become a YouTube star. It's like, no, if you want to even think about doing that, you have to kind of think of what there isn't on there and, and do it. But but the point I'm trying to make is that they tend to compare themselves via Facebook, Instagram, to other people. And that's not I don't think that's the greatest thing when they're developing socially and, 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 and psychologically. So I
1: agree, but let's play devil's advocate. What if everyone else is doing it? So they're not developing you know, at the same rate these other people are, or at least in the same way, because they're all stuck in there, you know, there's two sides to every coin. That's true. right. I always, you know, feel bad. Like, oh, there's a part of me that's like, ah, maybe we should get him a phone because everyone else is doing it. But that's that's not the right way to think. No, right. It's not. OK. Thanks. mom.
0: <laughs> I, I also <laughs> I also feel like the kids I've noticed that do have the phones are the ones who are. Talking about sex sooner, talking about positions, drawing it on their books at school, and I'm hearing all this stuff that's happening.
1: Well, not fifth graders, but oh, I guess yeah. fifth graders Yes, it last was year. fifth grade last year yeah, when that was happening. They're not very good artists.
0: All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm hearing about these girls in school talking about... It's always the girls. About... Yeah, I'm sorry, boys but... get such a bad rep,
1: but it's always the girls. <clears throat> well, you know, it's because pictures. the girls
0: mature faster. I get it, but that's what I'm hearing. And my boys are like, "Oh, and I wasn't even thinking about this stuff." So and so is drawing pictures on their book and is talking about this, and ta-. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" It's uh, I was just floored by it in the fifth grade. People drawing that kind of, anyways. I uh, and of this course is kind I want to blame off it on
1: topic subject. Balance, but... We won't mention names, but I was talking to a really good friend of mine the other day who mm-hmm. has a 16 year old. Okay. And his girlfriend was coming over for the day, and he he went up to him and was like... Your
0: friend's girlfriend or your kid's girlfriend? No, like, no, no. Your friend's kid's girlfriend. My friend is married. He does not have a girlfriend. <laughs> okay, good. No,
1: the kid's girlfriend was coming yeah. over hanging out for the day, and the dad said to him, hey, uh, here's a box of condoms, you know. Um, I'm not saying, you know, you should probably wait till you get married to have sex, but uh, if something happens, I, w- I want you to be protected. And he said his son was just, like, bright red looking at him in horror. Oh, my And he gosh. just left the condoms on the dresser and walked out. And I was like, wow. I said, what does your wife think about that? And he was like, she bought them. He said, <laughs> you do it. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's one way to not be a grandpa at your age, I wow. guess, Yeah, you know, in case that does yeah. happen. Oh I don't know if I feel about that. Do you, do you think we're going to give condoms to our 16-year-old boy?
0: Okay, I would like to say no. As of right now, we will just say this. As parents, we have taught our children that sex is not very intimate thing that should be between two people that love and understand and trust each other. And it should be between a husband and wife. Or but, a husband and husband.
1: Or, that's or right. A or a wife, wife and a wife.
0: wife. <laughs> but... Um, that, that well, I probably <clears> won't <throat> say that. That's how it. Up. That's how it should be. Yeah. Um. But this is an imperfect world, and things happen before that, and we're not we're not naive to that or ignorant to that. We know that that exists, but at the same time, it was hard I, when we went to the. So had is going back to the older one. Sorry, Merrick. Um, physical the other day that the, pediatrician said to me, "Hi, do you want him to have." Well, hi. He said that at the beginning. But anyways, um, do you want him to take, have Gardasil? And I said, now, wait a minute. Is that the vaccine that prevents from HPV? And he said, yes. And I said, really? I'm going to give him to that at 12 years old? Isn't that kind of early? And he said, no, because they're starting to go through puberty and this is the time to do it. Now, I had kind of mixed feelings about it because in um, one part of me, I'm like, wait a minute. We're teaching our children to wait until they're married and to do this with somebody that they love. And why on earth would I give them a vaccine that basically is saying go have sex?
1: Well, maybe you're not. Maybe you're giving it to them so <clears> when they're married, that harlot that sh- they're marrying <laughs> doesn't give it to him. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. But hopefully they're not married. But, anymore. you know, you know. Anyway, um, I, I, I but know. that was a tough decision for me. Um, because it's a
1: very, very hot political well, I mean, seriously,
0: here. I feel like everything we've been talking about today could be a separate podcast, but but, but it was tough for me also because this was the first time that I was giving him a vaccine that he actually said, hey, mom, what is this vaccine for? And what does it mean? Do you know what I mean? Like how many vaccinations has he had over the 12 years? And you were
1: like, shut up. You get an M&M in a bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, You're going to get M&M's after, OK? Just, <laughs> Just let it go. No, I had to kind of, you know, explain it in a way. And I basically just said... You know, in a perfect world, you wait till you're married, and so it was. It was hard for me to explain it to him. But I, I think that we gave it. I gave it. Ultimately, we ended. You gave it. You
1: actually administered. Yeah, I did. Right. I just like
0: no. But I I had them give him the vaccination, which kind of, sort of against my better judgment, in that I didn't want to give him permission, but at the same time, I told him, look. This is what this, you know, HPV can cause, and sometimes it's lays dormant in a man, and it's up in a woman. It can cause cervical cancer. And yeah,
1: I wouldn't have even thought about it. I'd just been like, yeah, hook him up, give him every defense possible. <laughs> you would not this. have
0: said anything, you know. So yeah, no,
1: just do it, do it.
0: Yeah, and I didn't. What's want his to... shot
1: for Dad? It, you know,
0: it's funny because he he actually said it to me, just like this, he goes, "Why are you giving it to me though? <laughs> yeah, like as if you know you could give it to everyone else, but you're giving it to me because you think that I would be that way. I would be yes. that irresponsible.
1: You're the creepy one." <laughs> Right, we'll probably just have like a that. venereal he says, disease. Why give
0: it to me though? <laughs> I was like, this is not the way I wanted. I've this seen to come. your searches. <laughs> I did not want this to, you know, come across like that. Really, like, that's what he said. Yeah, why give it to me though? And I was like, well, this is just something I guess they do to people at going through 12. puberty. Yeah, at your age. um <clears throat> As as a kind of a precautionary defense mechanism.
1: Now you're gonna get one for live.
0: Do they do it for girls as well? I guess. Well, yeah. I guess I assume they do. Yeah, it both. that's really who needs the
1: protection <coughs> because Merrick will never get cervical cancer.
0: True. I mean, but do well, some, your might. some. I mean, most of the time it lays. To what I know of it, it lays dormant in a, in a male. But men can have some symptoms of it or can have problems from it in the future. But it's mostly passed on from a man, male to a female. All right. And, so and here, here's here's what I'll say cancer.
1: about this. The the only reason why people aren't getting it is because. Of the sex issue, okay. Because so let's like let's take the sex out of it. What if there was a shot you could take to stop getting lung cancer, okay? And mm-hmm. you would go, oh no 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 no. Well, you know my son's never going to smoke, so why would I get even give him that? Well, why not? Because you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Maybe they'll just get okay. lung cancer. Maybe and, he'll maybe he'll drink something and get not lung cancer. And you so know what? I I don't Maybe
0: maybe. Though, but... Maybe if you have one child and you can live in that world where they're, you're so on them all the time, you can do that. But I think the other point we need to understand is as parents, we can't be completely ignorant and naive to the fact that we think that all of our kids are going to be perfect and listen to everything we say because I think all parents, we all know that our parent, our kids are not perfect, just like we're not perfect. And odds are one of our children is going to end up messing up in some you know what I mean like one of our children is not going to be perfect in all of our t- teachings and that's just life that's how it works so I think we need to understand that and it's not it's very just...
1: glass half empty for you
0: well you? I'm just saying didn't you have a friend who had <laughs> like 9 unlikely. or 11 siblings or something And mm. you said odds are one's in prison there was 18 18 okay well, and I <laughs>
1: said well, odds are one of them's in prison he was like yeah manslaughter or no murder I was like that's terrible, <laughs> but the odds are right.
0: But I'm just saying, like you know, we can't. Well, great. As parents, so Be with all of our parents. Up. All the or be with all of our children at all times, right? We don't. We kind of have to know that maybe one of them may have premarital da, 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 sex, da, da, da. and we have to kind of just understand that at least babies. if we give them the protection for it, just like so, the, you would it, give
1: them the condoms. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think. I mean. I just think we can't be. There's too many kids out there that are being adopted you know, or aborted, or, or, you know what I mean? That we
1: can't you know, just come. The end of that story, which I didn't tell you, is the kid. We
0: after, have to teach our children how to be responsible in all ways. Go ahead. Now you may speak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the dad left the room and the kid hollered and he goes, Dad, I need magnums. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that didn't did happen. Not. No, but that would have <laughs> been, been awesome. That would have been a great, yeah, great story. <laughs> you should tell him that. But you can use these, Dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, just
0: like the lung cancer thing. I mean, that's a great, great point. Well, just because I think this... that
1: people are against it because they're saying, oh, you know. My kid, we don't believe in premarital sex, but just take the sex out of it. If there's something you can give your kid that doesn't cause them any damage but could prevent them from harming themselves or other people, what if there was a – you could give them a shot and they would never drive under the influence of alcohol? You wouldn't give it to him because you're like, no, my son wouldn't do that.
0: I Just do it exactly, just and especially it. because just,
1: just, I know myself.
0: Know. I was a rebellious teenager. I mean, I I
1: <laughs> did. I wait, did, <laughs> wait a second. No, I no. did a
0: lot of things I shouldn't have. Oh and God! Stop. Obviously, it made me stronger today, but at the same time, did it. Yeah, it? it did. But you know, like that's that's reality. Especially like with the lung cancer comment you were making before. It's right. like, you know, one of them may smoke. You know, we see.
1: No, nah, you know, I don't think they will. I, I think hope that smoking they don't. is out.
0: I hope they don't. But it is reality that some, is some the new kids, smoking. some kids are are uh, influenced by their peers and and obviously fall I into am. peer pressure. But the thing is that all we're we're doing is what we can do as parents is teach our children why we think these things are not great, and then anyone who would influence you to do them or you know um, um, do them around you is not that great of a friend and not somebody you want to be friends with. And that's you just kind of have to hope that your kids understand that. That's why I think things like Gardasil or condoms, you know, are just giving your kids the education. You can't necessarily pretend that these things don't exist and just hope that your kid will just have blinders on their whole life and not know. And at least if the education and information comes from us, then we know it's been given correctly.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah? You're going to teach him how to put on a condom? Well, I mean, no, I'm <laughs> like just saying, get information like, given correctly.
0: No, but that's isn't that stuff that comes in sex ed class or.
1: Ugh, like good grief! You know, last the last podcast we did, we got some comments that said, uh, "I interrupt you a lot." Do you think that's true?
0: <laughs> do I think that's shut up? up. <laughs> this no, this time. No, uh, seriously. Do you <laughs> think I? <laughs> no, they're like let her talk. Um. <laughs> No, I, it's good. You give me ideas and I go off on tangents. <laughs> but um, I, I think
1: I try to make little wisecracks in between your stuff. Yeah. That's just how I... My, well, and this time the,
0: I'm definitely interrupting you more, I think. Well, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: But I think that's yeah, so, most yeah, times. Yeah, it's yeah, just we yeah, recorded yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, talk about the other kids. Uh, Shaw, um, who's two and a half, yep. is um, potty training.
0: And that's fun.
1: I think it's hard to really devote as much time as we did to the older ones just because those older ones are still around. <laughs> they won't yes. leave. and
0: you suck at the body
1: training thing. I don't really – I think I'd do a good job at it. But of I'm putting on
0: a pull-up and not encouraging him to go to the bathroom? Yeah. I'm losing my mind with that. So I just kind of say every time one of my other kids goes to the bathroom, I'm like, oh, just encourage Shaw. Hey, come with you. Go to the body. You kind of have to like – so we're doing – he does really well during the day. He was always good at holding it through the night. So while he was waking up with dry, dry diapers, dry pull-ups, I knew he was kind of ready to train. And so he's been um, peeing on the potty pretty well. So he'll wear, like, um, underwear during the day. And he pees on the potty fine. He's really starting to say, got to pee, you know, or we kind of can tell when he has to go to the bathroom. Or we all just say, hey, when we got to go to the potty. Sure, we got to go to the potty. Um, and I think it's been going pretty well. Um the but the he's like so adverse to pooping poop. I was going to say number two, or he's so adverse to going number two on the potty, and it's yeah, driving. Which doesn't me
1: make sense to me. Bonkers. If and I so, had my choice to pee my pants or poop my pants, well, I'd definitely pee my pants.
0: But if you got you, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: so the natural thing. This is our fifth kid, so it's not you know our first time.
1: Not our our first first poop rodeo.
0: (laughs) So, so I know. So now we just watch, you know. So, when you first start potty training with going number one, pee on the potty, you have to kind of just either have the the small potty for them um, until they're older, and you basically just watch them. So, in the morning when they wake up, they go to the potty, just like you do, you know. Pardon? (laughs) After they eat, they go to the potty. Um, You know, when they wash their hands, you can see if they have to go to the potty. Same thing. And before and after naps, Potty, 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 potty. And before you leave the Ew. house, after you leave the potty, after you leave the house, you know, everywhere, you, when you get somewhere, bring it to the potty, you know. So it, it does, it is labor intensive. You have to kind of just be on it and remember it. But that's sort of like they have to get in the, the routine and get into the, the, the pattern of going to the potty all the time. Um, so the thing is that now when you're doing with dealing with number two, you have to notice the times of the day. Like spend – I I would usually spend three to four days figuring out what times on average that they're
1: pooping. Well, I can tell you. He likes to poop while he's asleep. Okay.
0: So here's the thing. <laughs> it's
1: just the no, problem. so that
0: is the thing. So, so for with this, now I'm like, okay, we have the peeing down. That's good. But for the poop, you have to find out what time a day they're usually going. So like if it's at night before they go to bed, you're like, make sure you put them on the potty before they go to bed. They seem to poop every night at – you know, six forty-five. So put him on the potty, or they poop just after lunch. Put him on the potty. So you get used to doing that. Well, the problem with Shaw now is that he's down. He's two and a half. He's doing his one nap a day, which is usually two and two to three hours, two and a mm-hmm. half hours basically. Um, and he has started, like, basically waiting until he gets the pull up on at nap time or the pull up on at bedtime, to go poop. Yeah, and he's not just pooping his diaper and saying, I gotta poop, which yep. is how it Tell him started. Tell
1: what else he does. Else he's he does. now started pooping. pulling off no, his... No, wait. He poops. He poops.
0: And then? He pulls off his pants and his pull-up, which I always call a pull-up, but Brandon he refuses to call pull-ups. He calls them diapers. diapers. I'm trying to make it sound, yes, but I'm trying to make it sound like it's a big boy thing and every time you say diaper, reverts him back. Anyway. No, is that right? <laughs> anyway, so, so he's now taking off his pants and his pull-up and he's then he tells me, oh, mom, I got to poop. Dad, I got to poop. Usually I let it go, mom, mom, mom. Then goes dad. <laughs> i let it go to dad. Dad, I got to poop. And then we'll come in there and he's like either holding it or it's on the ground. Or the other day I came in and he said, where's the poop? You got to find the poop. I was like, what do you mean? Where's the poop? He's like, where's the poop? Find the poop. And I had to like search for it. I mean, that's disgusting. This is a kid who will come up to me after eating and be like, Ew, mommy, my hands are ucky. Clean them off, like, all the time. And so now he's, like, taking off. And I think he's doing that because he he doesn't like the way it feels. But he is, normally when we just bring him, he's waiting (laughs) until he gets into the bed. And it's been, like, 15, 20 minutes into nap time to say I have a poop and then create this mess. And we're not aware of it until he yells and we think he's napping peacefully as a perfect child, that yeah. he's actually playing with his poop and throwing it around the He room. doesn't
1: play with it. He throws it. He doesn't want to touch it. But he, yeah, he, does, he just uh...
0: immediately takes off his pants and gets rid of it. It's, it's, awful. Just... it's, really it's awful. awful. It's really awful. It's awful. horrible. And so I'm like, okay, I'll take him out. And it's it is notoriously now at nap time and at bedtime. So basically we just need to be on that right before nap time, right before bedtime, putting him on the potty to try and yeah. get him to go poop.
1: So Shaw's doing good. And, re- <laughs> and rewarding He's him. our fecal throwing. Maybe we should take him to the vets because he's the, like a monkey throwing crap around. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: So we oh have a Clydesdale God. and a monkey. What about our other ones? Liv?
0: So we just, what do we need to do with that? Hold on. Let me go back. So we just oh, need to make sure we're putting him on the potty before the naps. I think and this is
1: naps. too much poop talk.
0: <laughs> okay, moving on.
1: Yeah, it's uh, grossing me out. He yeah, but good. Shaw's doing good. He'll be he'll be in diaper, so I mean, in, uh, underwear soon. He's, he's
0: underwear during the day. He just um,
1: but now he'll be potty trained soon.
0: Usually nap time we have to so put him that on. we
1: can get him out of the house and in preschool, <laughs> and then we'll finally be free.
0: <laughs> um, so Liv is six and a half. She's in the first grade. Um, she's been having kind of nightmares lately.
1: Yeah, she's been sleeping on her bed two nights in a row. Yeah. Which she's not as annoying anymore. I will say that once she just the initial climb in, and then I don't.
0: She's totally annoying.
1: Oh, no, maybe she's annoying. I you. love to
0: have the blankets blankets wrapped around me. You uh-huh. like to kind of push them off. She kind of holds them in place, so I only have half the blankets. Drives me a little bonkers.
1: Oh, uh, maybe that's. And why then, It doesn't bother me.
0: You know, I, I, she gets like so hot, and like, <laughs> it's like it's really impossible to sleep with a child in your bed. <laughs> and we no longer have our king size bed.
1: Moved back to a queen.
0: We did. Because we didn't want the children in our bed.
1: And let's skip Jake because he's the middle child.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Jake. Oh, my goodness. Jake is now nine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He went to his physical, too. He, he was... Yeah, What's crazy. He no longer needs glasses. That they was said His weird. vision was perfect. That's his weird. hearing was perfect.
1: Wore glasses. All of his... Well, the last years, year. Yeah, but even that, 20, he, 20 vision. he I think they kept were just putting them on and off because he didn't really feel like he needed glasses.
0: them. The, the ophthalmologist actually said to me, you know, his vision's going to get worse before it gets better. Well, he kind of wore his glasses when he felt like he needed them and didn't wear them other times, and then he just wouldn't need them. And then, lo and behold, his vision has just gotten 100 times better. It's not gotten worse.
1: Do you think the ophthalmologist was just like, well, his vision's going to get worse until someone catches that we're lying to you and he actually has 20-20 vision? No. No? I no. Mean, <laughs> Because we spent know. hundreds of dollars on glasses.
0: Yeah, he's he's literally, yeah, I'm going to say, eight or nine pairs of glasses that he's either broken yeah. or just lost. Hundreds of dollars. Because he ultimately doesn't need it. I mean, if he needed it all the time, he would make sure he had his glasses.
1: Yeah, you so know? I feel like that was a big waste. So the moral take-home from this is don't ever get your kids' glasses. <laughs> Even if they're bumping into things, it's just a waste of money.
0: Well, I just feel like... I mean, what ultimately happened is his vision got better with him not using the glasses.
1: Well, then, so I'm right? Don't get kids' glasses and I your mean, vision get know. better? I don't I don't, know. Know. I don't think either of us know enough about veterinarian skills to... Uh... Veterinarian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> pediatric ophthalmologist? I yeah. don't know. That pediatric ophthalmologist drove me a little bit nuts.
1: But She's... Jake's doing good. Jake's doing good in school. He's, yeah, he's, uh...
0: he's like two grade levels above his um, yeah. math and uh, reading skills. He just needs to work on his penmanship, which is a very much a boy thing.
1: He'll be a doctor. No offense. <laughs> um, but and he gets he's getting along really well with Reese. Liv not so much, but they're hanging out a lot, I feel, lately. Yeah. He really likes spending time with Reese. And mm-hmm. Reese likes playing video games and Jake likes watching him. Play <laughs> games. So it's a good it's a good combo. Good no, team. Yeah,
0: Jake's been playing too. We've been really teaching those those two to Interact better with each other. Teaching Reese that you know, don't take advantage of your brother. Let him play too, or encourage him to play. Because at first it was like, no, he likes watching me. <laughs> I'm like, no, he is just a he sweet likes child, being with you. and yeah. he likes being with you. So he'll do anything that that you know. It's like Jake at Christmas was like, I really want to buy a gift for everyone because I just love them all. Like he's just super duper sweet and giving, and you know, Reese as the kid will be like, hey, do this for me, and I'll give you a chocolate, even though he has no chocolate. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Manipulator. But, but yeah. But
1: Reese is the most empathetic, not pathetic, empathetic person I've ever met. I mean, he just, movies just tear him up.
0: Oh, yeah. That's true. But Someone's even crying. though you said the other day, you cried at Forrest Gump, and yet you're torturing your sister. <laughs> yeah. So it's like he is, and he <laughs> he's like the super sweet kid in that he, he's very routine with his, his stuff that he does. He doesn't like change very he's much. He's
1: empathetic. Towards fictional characters, <laughs> yes. Towards real humans, he yes. could be a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the way. It is.
0: Um, but he—he's the kid with the routine. He has to like give us a hug and kiss every night. I like that. And he has to hug and kiss us before he goes to school, or he doesn't. He feels like something's not. Which I think is, you know, he's got some. Maybe
1: maybe it's not something he has to. Maybe he just loves us. You ever thought about that? <laughs> we well, might love me. With you, I think it's routine.
0: <laughs> no, I think he has a bit of a. There might be some, I don't know if it's OCD no, or not. I don't I want to diagnose him. Affection.
1: You can't diagnose OCD. He's, it's he's not affectionate. affectionately OCD. It's not a
0: matter of affection. It's a matter of the the need for the routine. Well, like, try
1: mixing it up. Instead of the hug, then the kiss, give him a kiss on the cheek and a <laughs> back pat.
0: Yeah, but even if he doesn't have both of us, like, that's very difficult for him. He doesn't. He, has, he has, likes to do stuff in his routine. Oh, yeah. Like, speaking of that. We took away the cable, and what was the first thing he said? Why wasn't I notified? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why wasn't I notified that this was going to happen? He really got upset by the fact that we changed this without talking to him, and it was this change to his life. He's like, well, now we can't watch this. Now we can't watch that. And we were watching, what was it, Family Family Feud or something. Every night, right. Every night. And he got used to that routine and really was upset by us changing it.
1: So the cable guy was there taking it out, remember? And the, and the cable guy, and Reese came up. I was like, what's going on? I was like, we're taking out the cable and we're just going to have, you know, streaming stuff. And he goes, why didn't anyone tell me? And I go, I just found out yesterday. (laughs) And the cable guy started laughing at us. (laughs) I was like bonding with Reese over, I know, it's terrible. There's just
0: too much. There's too much of everything. And we end up saving, I don't know, $170, $80 a month. I mean, and how much of our life is wasted just watching stuff? So you're welcome.
1: Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. It was the gift that keeps on
0: binge-watching. <laughs> yeah, see, now we can't channel surf. It's like, it's wonderful. <laughs> but anyways, what was the other thing we changed? Oh, the bathroom. So over the holiday, my awesome husband here decided to redo the bathroom. And at first I was just really kind of adverse to it because I didn't want to put any more money into the kids' bathroom that they destroy all the time. But he's right. It was gross, and we just needed to kind of revamp it so that we... We're a little smarter with it. Maybe not the white cream-colored walls in a children's bathroom that with four boys are going pee in. Be a little smarter with that stuff. So he's redone the bathroom, and as we've started, he I shouldn't say we. I've done nothing in that bathroom.
1: Oh, you have complained that it's not getting done. For <laughs> oh, now. There's, there's that. that.
0: Okay.
1: Because <laughs> um, it's still not done still sure. not done. she said <laughs> yesterday. There's a couple of pieces of trim I got to put up, like framing out the window and everything. But otherwise, (laughs) it looks good.
0: It does. It does. And it's a lot darker. But Reese came up to us the other day and said, wait a minute. Like, why is it so dark? Like, this is the kid's bathroom. Uh, Can we at least keep the turquoise countertop or cabinet? Color. I mean, it, it, this is supposed to be for us kids and it should be bright in color. Like, why are we changing everything? There's nothing the same. And it really upset him because it was so different than his regular bathroom.
1: And so you told him, this is not your bathroom. This is the guest bathroom. You're just allowed to use it.
0: <laughs> no, that's what you said, I think. I didn't say that. I actually had a compromise and I said, you know, I apologize that we didn't talk about it. I'm sorry it's upset you. And I said, Let's figure out something where we can add pops of color, maybe with like new towels or something, and and I said, why don't you pick out a brand new shower curtain? Mm-hmm. And so him and I went on Amazon and we found a kind of fun shower curtain, which I thought is kind of inspirational. It's it's fun. It's uh, Zelda, and it's uh, the colors really go with the bathroom mm-hmm. and. It's, he loves Zelda, so it kind of worked out perfectly and um, has this beautiful view that yeah. Zelda, he's looking at. And um, I think it's great. And so I think that definitely made him happy and it made him feel like he had a part in it.
1: So the moral of the story is when you're trying to help your son out and when they're having problems dealing with something, just buy them something. <laughs> no, just buy them that's something not, new.
0: Hopefully that's not what you got from that. That's what I got from that because no. I paid for it. No, we paid for it. just make them but... feel like they have... Oh, do you want a part of this? Of it. Just
1: buy something. That makes me feel better.
0: <laughs> but if you get it on sale,
1: <laughs> then it's not really buying anything at all. <laughs> Look at all the money I saved today, honey. Uh, you spend a thousand dollars. But I saved.
0: Anyways, so <laughs> I think it's been really good. And uh they're liking the new slightly. The new, the new bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, it looks But cool. yeah, it's um it looks great.
1: So let's recap. We uh we learned to buy condoms for 16 year olds?
0: No. I... We le-
1: no, we learned to always get the HPV shot. <laughs> no, we talked about uh no. doing homework, talked about uh just trying to be more active um at homework time with your kids. And we kind of did a rundown of all the kids and what they're up to. Oh, we got a little potty training, you know, session from you.
0: From <laughs> and uh <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know, just uh, I think the moral of the story of, is listen to your kids for this one for me. When your kid is having issues with school, you know, listening to them or him, he's having emotional stuff, trying to talk it out with them. When your kid tells you he's really having an issue with the fact that he's not having any say or he's out of his routine to just kind of listen to that and sort of see where you can go with it. Same thing with living her nightmares, listening to what's going on. Trying to figure out what's happening, seeing if she can kind of work that stuff out during the day before she goes to sleep at night, so that she doesn't have the nightmares. And then just listening to your kid while he's throwing a poop, and realizing <sighs> that if he's going to the bathroom at nap time and bedtime, that we need to make sure before nap time and before bedtime we have him sit on the potty for twenty minutes, and right. say he can have some sort of special thing in bed or something. Who knows? But
1: um, and we also learned I don't interrupt that much.
0: <laughs> yeah, not that much. No. Oh, we should. Oh. So last night, this is going to just be a little final, fun thought, um, Shaw, our oldest, or our oldest, I'm so lost with all my children, and Shaw's the youngest, he's the potty training one, two and a half, he had a long nap yesterday, so he kind of didn't want to go to bed at bedtime, so everyone had kind of been in bed for a little while, and he kind of got up and had a poop, of course, but thankfully we've now learned that we need to put him in onesies, that button at the top, so he can't undo his pants um but he had, had he anyways he pooped and he came out i changed him and then he he um found my he wanted to go sit on the potty so he went and sat on the potty but he wanted mommy's donut donut to sit on the potty so it's like because you the, fell down and you have a yeah I had, an, I had an injury and had a medical donut on. Anyway, so he wanted to use that to sit on the potty and uh, try and go to the potty and then proceeded to
1: put it on his put head put it
0: on his head and walk around the house Saying it was his howdy hat. Howdy hat. Howdy hat, because he... Daddy, look at my howdy hat. <laughs> He's I was like,
1: so yeah, your mom sat on that in the tub. It's my howdy hat. I he...
0: had washed it, and it it was hit. It had been drying. It was so hysterical. It, it he was...
1: Looked, looked like he was wearing a giant red sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think he thought it looked like a he cowboy just kept hat. kept wearing
0: it around the house. It was a giant it was his howdy
1: inflatable hat. donut. My howdy hat, Daddy.
0: Okay. He didn't have a southern accent. He
1: did. He was putting on a southern accent.
0: My howdy. He's saying howdy,
1: That's southern, no?
0: (sighs) Yeah, that's true. I guess that's true.
1: (laughs) So until next time, what are we going to talk about next week? We'll figure something out. It'll be more streamlined, but this is more of a catch-up.
0: A catch-up, that's true. Yeah,
1: since it's been so long. But we're going to be a lot more consistent with these, and hopefully they're helpful. Follow us on Instagram at mywilliamsbrood.
0: Subscribe to us. If you have any comments, please feel free to comment. You can email
1: us at uh, mywilliamsbrood at mac.com.
0: Yes, or icloud.com. Whatever works. Until next time, uh, Happy New Year. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.